Hello, hello, hello. John Mason, how is everybody? I'll start off with, I bid everyone a happy and prosperous new year. We can all do with it. And let's remember that tomorrow, January 6th, is the anniversary of that terrible event where our democracy was in great danger. Where, where Trump and his minions, after staging a rally to rile up his base, his supporters, they went, they went to a march. They marched to, to the Capitol building and proceeded to ransack the place, rioted, break windows, attack police officers, damage property, get ready to kill anybody in their way, particularly certain progressive Congress members. And, and the story goes that Trump was enjoying the show on his TV in the White House dining room. Oh, he just loved watching the, sh the show of his uh, disciples, his followers, his patsies, rioting and kill, getting ready to kill. And there were some deaths. He did nothing to stop him. He didn't call in the army to, uh, to, to go at the rioters. But after a few hours, Trump tells his people to go home. He's saying, we love you. And they staggered on home. I always thought that was kind of unusual. When he was trying to stage a coup, he was supposed to go all the way and eliminate uh, the the dominant, the governing regime. But instead, they all went home. Can you imagine a military coup uh, in a foreign country where the uh, where the army? Uh, uh, gets ready to raid the uh, the presidential palace, and then all, all of a sudden they're told to go back to the barracks. And the, and the original regime is still there. I find it very odd. Anyway, it just shows that Donald Trump doesn't give shit about, about democracy, about America. He's all about keeping his sorry ass in, in power for, for as long as he can. It also shows how fragile our democracy is. It's only our participation in it that is keeping it on life support. Well, I want, I want us to get together and take it off life support and make it thriving, make it healthy. And our civic participation and voting is going to bring it back to health. Now, interestingly enough, there was going to be uh, some sort of party or or event uh, commemorating, you know, celebrating uh, the riot at at this resort hotel in Kissimmee, Kissimmee in Florida, and and one of the guest speakers is one of the cheerleaders of the uh, of the riot, the stampede, Marjorie Taylor Greene. When when the hotel management learned about uh, the nature of the event, they canceled it. They, the hotel canceled it. Good call. Uh, of course, they're going to whine up the, the people celebrating the, the riot, 
or go whining about uh, we're oppressed by the deep state, yada, yada, yada. But you try to oppress us. You try to, you bastards tried to take, a, take away our freedoms, impose a dictatorship. And where is supposed to sit back and take it? Well, ain't happening. As a matter of fact, this is, there's this report in The Guardian from, from October 2023 where they actually talk within the Republican circles by alleged academics affiliated with this, uh, with a uh, so-called think tank in Hillsdale College in Michigan. Actually, it's a, it's a little more than an academic level uh, propaganda mill for, uh, for the right wing. Think of it as the Fox News of academia. And this genius, Kevin Slack, this great scholar, says, says that there are these conspiracies and now common in the anti-democratic right, I'm quoting from, from The Guardian, that, here's the quote, transgenderism, anti-white racism, censorship, cronyism, quote, yada, 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 are now the policies of an entire cosmopolitan class and includes much of the entrenched bureaucracy, the military, the media, and government-sponsored corporations. That's from Slack's uh, report. It's all full of, it's all full of conspiracy theories, too. That is circulating, the Red Caesar is circulating among, among Republican circles. An authoritarian, yeah, an authoritarian leader. Actual Caesarism, that's a, yep, a, a Caesarism, which is supposedly somewhere between tyranny and democracy. Uh, oh, you know, you know better than that. Their idea of a Caesar is a, is this way to the right dictator. Yes, dictator. Dictatorship, that's what it's about. They repress that will repress who will repress minorities and turn to turn and, and repress all the civil rights and human rights advances we've gained for workers, for African Americans, LGBT people, all women, all that. And we're let's just say we're not gonna take it. Are we gonna take it? We can do better, Americans. I have confidence in us. That's what Trump is about. If Trump dies, uh, we can we can rest assured they'll find some other person to be their Caesar. As a matter of and violence always comes with it. There's a, there's a, Trump's Trump's disciples are not above violence. I mean, they thrive on. That's all they know is violence. Terrorizing, murder, threats. That's what they're about. They're about public officials, like election board workers, who dare stand up to Trump, such as members of the Colorado Supreme Court, who, in their wisdom, yay, voted to keep Trump off the ballot in Colorado. 
and the Maine Secretary of State followed suit a little later on, and they and they have been facing death threats from Trump Trumpoids. So that's what we're we're up against. While we call a cold civil war, there's these these local localized uh, violent F attempts, but but it's part of a bigger picture, a very terrible picture. A deranged of deranged people who well, who feel terrified all of a sudden by people who are not so-called Christians aren't white enough for them and it and there's been talk that if Trump loses there's going to be some sort of mass casualty event could you define it more narrowly please is it going to be a war is it going to be domestic terrorism rest assured the Trump gang is not above any of that they're willing to do it we got to stand up to them but on a more humorous note, I say humorous because I just love seeing these uh, self-righteous, uh, moralizing busybodies who who try to dictate uh, who goes in which bathroom, who what books are read in a school library, are terrified of drag queens reading to the kitties. And I'm thinking, of course, about uh, Christian and and Bridges Ziegler in Florida. You hear about their story. Now we got a localized one in the Philadelphia region, in in Bucks County. A woman named Clarice Schillinger. She ran for lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania in 2022, and she was part of this movement of. Uh, Parental rights, with two organizations devoted to, which originate from pro protesting against mask mandates and schools closing over COVID. Her her organizations were back to school PA, PAC, and keeping the keeping kids in school PAC, and and guess what? And here's a fun thing, Shelly. According to a report by Mother Jones, Schillinger was hosting a 17th birthday party for her daughter. And 20 teenage kids were there, and it was in the basement, had a lot of pretty well stuck with liquor. And, and the story is, Schillinger poured shots of liquor uh, for these underage teenage kids, and, and she ordered them to take a shot with her, and she played beer pong with them. And in Pennsylvania, it's a terrible crime to serve alcohol to a minor. And Ann Schellinger was, quote, allegedly grabbed a 16-year-old by the neck for intervening in a fight between the couple and, his 15, and hit a 15-year-old in the face over an argument against basketball. According to the organization, Mother Jones was quoting the uh, the publication, Philly Burbs. And Schellinger, Schellinger also chased this one kid, chased him around the kitchen island. I mean, think of it. This woman trying to protect the morals, allegedly, 
of our teenage of teenage kids who who can't wait to perform these certain acts. She they're trying to and she was trying to police their their behavior and she serves them alcohol. I mean, no words for that. It's obviously a shot of hypocrisy. And as she worked to to follow found one of her packs, she worked with Paul Martino, a venture capitalist and who a guy who funneled who according to this according to Mother Jones, uh, Schellinger, I mean, not Schellinger, Martino, was a big venture capitalist who, was a big venture capitalist who, who, who funneled money into several other smaller packs across the state who opposed school closures. And, and I mean, why would he, why would he funnel money to, to such organizations? Maybe he's a, he's one of them like uh, Schellinger. Or as I figure more out, I figure it out more. Martino is one of these rich guys who wants rich people, who wants uh, working class and low-income people to be arguing against each other and arguing about silly business like drag queen story hours or racial intelligent discussion of race and LBGTQ issues in school books. While they maintain their, use their billions to also maintain their power, they feel threatened by the, by the people standing up against their uh, plutocracy or oligarchy. Yep. That's the word spreading around. America has an oligarchy. And they want to distract us with this silly business. Hence, they're subsidizing these uh, so-called morality packs and uh, parental rights packs and all that. But the good news is, last year, in the off-year elections, the all through pretty much uh, throughout Pennsylvania, many of the school boards who have been dominated by these by Republicans influenced by these this parental rights garbage were were voted out, and and now now Democrats have a majority in the Central Buck School District, which which means they are facing defeat. They're defeatable. You can beat them. We can beat their big money through our big power, our big organization, our big consciousness, and our big voting in huge numbers. That's what's going to stop them. Let nothing stop us. Okay. And so that's my message for the day as we go into Shabbat. Be, be ready to stand up for our democracy. And don't be the... Let the, the terrorists uh, terrorize you, because that's their victory. Okay. Now, advertisements. I do. It's a lot of work to put out these podcasts and these videos and the blog, and all my other media work. And I deserve to be paid for it. 
and so to help me and to advance my my media outreach as far as possible. So, so I ask you out there in uh, in in podcast land, please get onto my website johnomason.com and click either the buy me a coffee button or the PayPal button. And please send me something so I could keep this work going and move it further along. I would greatly appreciate it. And and now advertisements. My novel, Soldier of the Cross, is available on Amazon.com. It's the story of David Lucas, who as a young man in the early 60s, as a drunk and whore chaser, school bully, he gets in trouble in the army. He's he comes out of it a born again Christian, a fanatical, manly man for Jesus, and he's just a fanatic who just wants to serve Jesus. But the way he goes about it leads him to disaster. So, please. Purchase a copy of my novel, Soldier of the Cross, on Amazon.com. And now, Hyperivic is a lovely little CBD product store located on Snyder Avenue near 15th Street in South Philadelphia. There you will find some of the finest cannabis-infused products. Flour and gummies and candies and drinks and teas and lip balm and hand sanitizer and... Dog treats. Dog treats. Look them up, please. HempHorrificLLC.com And also, my beloved career and business coach, Michelle Snow. Michelle is excellent in helping you develop your professional career or small business. Let you know what you're doing right, where you need work, and help you network with other up-and-coming entrepreneurs and professionals. Do please look her up. Growwithsnow.com Okay. Alrighty then. That's something to think about as we go into Shabbat and the new year. We can do it, Americans. We've done it before in our history. Because certainly do it again, and and our grandkids will have to ask us, Grandpa, where were you when fascism took over America? Because fascism will not take over America. We'll see to it. Okay, thanks. Have a good weekend. Shabbat Shalom. Bye.